Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker. Good morning, world. How are you this morning? It is absolutely fantastically beautiful in the Sunshine State. Uh, I hope all of you are doing well, and, and I hope those of you who are in the uh, eyes of the flood are safe and you've got to higher ground. Uh, we're going to have a great show today. I want to thank you for this morning. I want to thank you, my listeners, my weekly warriors, <laughs> for being here and listening to our show every Tuesday. We really appreciate you, and it's because of you, our listeners, that we are here. And I love for you, my wish for you today is not only empowerment. Uh, But my wish for you is also resilience. Um, And resilience in terms of what I mean, and I I looked it up, I thought there's a lot of definitions. And I was thinking about this show because in the times that we're in, and, and not only do we need to be empowered today, but we also need to be resilient. And by that I mean we need to have the capacity to overcome quickly from difficulties and toughness. Now that's one definition. Um... The definition that I, I also like too was um, uh, knowing how to cope in spite of setbacks or barriers or limited resources. And I know that some of us are maybe experiencing some of that as uh, with the floods, uh, with other things that may be going on in our lives, you know, but we've got to not stay in that place of that setback. We can't just sit in that place where we are having problems moving forward. We have to do something that gets us out of that rut, that gets us unstuck, that we become resilient. Uh, We bounce back from it. We have to dig deep. And this is a time in our country, in our lives, where we may need to dig deep. So my wish for you is that ability to dig deep, that you find it and that you're able to use it and pull out of that and that you empower yourself to take the moves, to take uh, whatever you need to do to get out of that rut, to get out of that stuck place, to move away from that setback. And maybe it's tough right now, but you're going to get through it. I need you to believe in that. I need you to look and think and see through the darkness that you may be in. I want you to see through the clouds or the mud or the rain and see that silver lining, see that beautiful sky, see that door that's open for you, waiting for you to step through. And even though it's hard, you can do it. I know you can. we all done it. I certainly had to do it. Again, be kind today. Smile. Say hello, you know, give somebody a hug, you know, but be show some compassion uh, and uh, have a wonderful day today. My guest, one of my favorite guests is also a personal trainer and a veteran 
and just a really good person at heart. And it comes out in her training as she does it, as she works with people in the gym. You know, if you go to the gym, you see some of those trainers and they are barking at you and and telling you to get up, get down, get up, get down. You know, and... and uh, <laughs> And they 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 don't seem to crack a smile, but they they want you to pick up or want you to move the weight um, and walk around. And you think, boy, yeah, let's see you do it. Well, T- Natasha actually does it, and you can see that on her Instagram. Uh, if you look at Tasha Marie Fit, uh, her Instagram account will show you how she's worked out and um, and has done the work that she's trying to get you to do. So I want to say hello, Natasha. Hello, Hari. Good morning, Carla. How are you? Good, good, good. Thanks good. I am so glad uh, that you're able to be with us today and that you're able to come back. You know, it's been a, a few months since we came and, and talked with you before. We most, a lot of folks were just getting started in terms of their fitness program or or restarting in their fitness program was, you know, earlier in the year. And I thought this is about the time that, you know, we start wondering why are we doing this? Because we make it, it may have gotten stuck or we don't see any progress in terms of moving uh, toward our goal. Maybe we've reached a plateau. Uh, maybe we've we've gotten tired or there are other things in our life that are impacting our our ability to do what we need to do. And I thought this would be a great time to hear um, Natasha uh, give us some tips or tell us, has she ever had that instance or that uh, time when when she had to fit this goal and she got stuck and, and uh, wanted to quit or couldn't see a way out? What did you do? So in the beginning of my journey, I started like everybody else does, you know, New Year's resolution usually or summertime fine, which I like to call it where everybody's in a rush. Um, and I fell off quite a few times throughout my journey even before becoming a trainer. Um, and even as a trainer, to be honest with you, I've had my times where I fell off and, you know, life kind of gets in the way. I'm a mother of two. I work a lot. So there's times where even though I'm a trainer and I'm in the gym all the time training people, I've mm-hmm. had my days where I'm like, oh, I, I'm tired. Like, I just want to go home. You know, I don't want to lift a weight. I don't want to run, but I'm pushing people to do it every day. And it's just, you know, I'm human just like everybody else is human. So as long as you can acknowledge that, that you're going to have your days, mm-hmm. then it's going to be easier for you to pick back up the steam. Because reality is that life does get rough, and there's a lot of things that we cannot control. You know, so... We have to just be very understanding of that and have patience with ourselves. I like to use the analogy of a baby. When you see a baby trying to learn how to walk, we encourage them to keep on going even though they fall down and they stumble. So it's like we have so much patience with them, and that's kind of the same way you need to approach your fitness journey. Like, you're a baby in this, you know? Like, this is the beginning. You're starting over, and... You're going to have your days, but you have to continue to encourage yourself to move forward and continue to try because it's called consistency. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, when I gained my weight, it was in a process of about two years that it took me to gain the complete, to go up to 265. So when I started my journey, I was hitting plateaus like crazy. Um, I would stop and go. 
but ultimately I just kept on encouraging myself throughout it, you know, and I surrounded myself with people who are like-minded as well, whether it was on social media following certain motivational pages or like close friends of mine who were actually also trying to lose weight or do something in the fitness world. I aligned myself with them and I just kept that and it, it kind of has encouraged me to continue going. Natasha, you said this was, some, I'm going to say a lot of this was before you became a personal trainer, right? So yeah, all how did you know to do that? I mean, uh, maybe I, I know one of the things I mentioned is that you're a veteran. I don't know if some of that knowledge came to you from uh, uh, being in the service, but how would, how do I know to do how What do I know to do if, if I'm, if, if I'm, if I'm stuck there or, or for some folks, if they're just restarting or starting over, you know, how do, and I don't have a personal trainer. How do I know that what, where am I going to find this stuff? I mean, re- re- like realistically, when we start our journey, we all started for a reason, right? Whether it's to gain muscle, lose weight, we all have our reasoning for walking into the gym and signing up for a new membership. Like we're looking for something. We're looking to hit a certain goal. And that's, what you have to remember, like that moment, that first day that you start, that feeling of wanting to change, like within Mm -hmm. ourselves, it really, everything starts within oneself. Unless you want it bad enough and you want to change, it's going to be hard for anybody to push you to do it. Now, me personally, I know what helped a lot was following um, people on Instagram. Like it's so simple. Like, And I'm not talking about the fitness models that promote these teas and all this stuff. Like, I would just hashtag weight loss journey, and suddenly all these people came up that were on the same journey as I was, going through Mm. the same struggles as I was. Mm -hmm. And watching them, normal people like myself, like go through these struggles, it kind of helped me. Like, seeing their transformation, I thought to myself, like, why not me? You know? Mm. So instead of like, doubting myself I saw them do it and it was like why can't I do it mm-hmm. sometimes you have to see it you know so did it help um I, I like the fact that you said not looking at the fitness models and sometimes even looking at the trainers who are on on uh <laughs> on YouTube or on, you know, the different um, social media. I mean, you look at them and they're really buff. <laughs> and you say, and they say, oh, yes, I used to be a 500-pound person. Now I'm down to, you know, two, you know, 100, 150 pounds. You're like, really? How did that happen? You know, um, it's almost hard to believe that when you look at those people that they actually had those kind of problems. I think even if, I think even sometimes when people may look at you and you and you tell them, I think you said you were over 200 pounds and you're now, you know, at least half your size, if not <laughs> less than that, you know, how, how, how did you, you know, how did you do that? They may say, you couldn't have been, you know, that big or, or weighed that much and, 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 and what it took to, to get there. So I, 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 I can feel and empathize with people because I've looked at folks and that I've seen that we're training and they'll, and I can hear them saying, uh, and see them, see folks in interviews and say, yes, I used to be X and now I'm, you know, Y. And you're thinking, that's impossible. So how do you yeah. find those, the right people to, to really look at and 
you know, what do you, what do I mean, you, how long does it take? Yeah. With that, it's like, you're right, absolutely. And I was going to say it too, and you started for me. With me, I get it a lot. Like when I meet people who are, and they look at me, and they're like, there's no way. And when I take out my phone and I show them a picture, they're like, how? And my answer consistently is if I didn't want, I was tired. I was tired of being tired of starting over. Mm. You know, so you really just have to be tired of starting over. And if you're on this weight loss journey and you've been on it for a while, chances are you've hit some bumps in the road and you've hit some plateaus and it's become tiring. But giving up at that point doesn't help, you know, and it might not be looking at the right person and following the right person. It's, it's really just wanting it, you know, wanting it bad enough. And I, I definitely, I make myself available on my Instagram. Like people send me messages as well. And I definitely like, if anybody listening does need any words of encouragement, reach out, you know, or let me know what struggles you have. And I make myself available to answer those questions so that people know that they're not alone. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it's just the fear of that you're on this journey alone. The reality is there's so many other people feeling the same exact way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you are going through the same exact struggles. And the only difference between them and you is that they're choosing not to give up. And as long as you understand that this is a journey of loving yourself enough to give yourself a healthier life so you could live a longer life. Like, that's going to encourage you on its own to continue, you know. Mm. And understanding that it takes time, results don't come over time. I know I've had clients that their first month, they've dropped 20 pounds. And I've had clients that their first month, they've only dropped two, mm-hmm. you know. And it was a little bit discouraging. So we went back to the drawing board and we figured out a solution. You know, that's tough. People who have... Let's- let me stop you there and, and and let's talk about that on the other side of the break in terms of of if you start and, and the first month you think you're supposed to lose twenty pounds and you lost two. Uh, which is which is typical, you know. Uh, how do you change that mindset and uh, and and keep being strong after the break? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Redson. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you sometimes feel powerless over your own life? Does it seem like you're living for someone else, unsure of what your purpose is, or if you even have an important voice? It's time to take back that control. Tune in to Empowered with Des and Jen. They've been in the same place and have learned to regain control of their lives. They also feature amazing guests who share experiences of how they have found success. Start on your journey by listening Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show hey welcome back we're here with natasha who's a personal trainer and um and Tasha uh, is at 24 Hour Fitness here in Miami. And uh, we were talking about uh, when you get it in your head, when we start uh, into your training program or you're uh, trying to decide you're going to get physically fit, you know, you have these goals that um, you want to reach. And, and uh, so you start out and, and maybe your goal is um, by the end of the month, you want to have lost 20 pounds and the end of the month comes and you've only lost two. And I was asking Natasha, you know, how do you reset that mindset and how do you get that person back on track? And um, one from a personal trainer standpoint, one from having being somebody who's done it themselves. But also if, uh, if you could, you know, relate or talk to the point where you're trying to do this by yourself, is, is that even realistic or... Um, you know, what can you do to help get yourself back on track? I mean, I know for me, personally, I'll talk from my experience before even being a trainer. Um, when I initially started, I remember the first month that I started, which was a few times. I had a lot of first months, but one of the times it was I only lost about five pounds. And when I lost the five pounds, I felt like I should have lost 20, and I didn't, which... Mm kind of upset me and I had to go back to the drawing board so from a person who is not a trainer what I did was I just decided to start actually writing down the stuff that I did which is something that some of my clients do now which I encourage because it's extremely helpful for you when you're doing it on your own you write down your workouts how have you been eating Um, there's even a really good app out there that's called my fitness pal that can calculate the calories that you're intaking based off of what you're actually eating. And all of that combined, at the end of the month, what I was able to do the following month is stay on track and weigh myself bi-weekly. And I would just go back and look, what workouts have I done? Am I doing the same thing every day? Is there changes in my workouts? How is my eating? You know, have I been on point with my eating as well? Because a lot of the times it's just, one of the things is off. It's either the exercise, we're doing the same thing, your body's gotten used to it, or you're just not eating right or not mm-hmm. eating enough. So those little things, like if you log them and you can look at what you've actually been doing, then you can go back and change that and maybe add some extra reps, add a little bit more time to your cardio or change the intensity that you're going. You know, we all know that there's places when we work out where we're comfortable in them. Like, I know for me, when I get on the elliptical, I could do it 
for a long period of time without feeling much. But I know that if I want to really burn my calories, I have to push myself a little more, which means I have to run, which is going to take a little bit more out of me. But we all know that. So you have to push yourself just a little bit harder. Start logging what you're eating, logging what your workouts are so that you can see what you've been doing. So, so Natasha, I want to I wanna go back to... Uh, a couple of things, but let me, let me start with this. So, mm-hmm. if I am, I have a, let's say if I have, well, I do, I have a weight goal. <laughs> okay. And let's say my weight goal is I want to lose half my body weight in the, in the next 90 days. So, my question is, is that possible? Is that realistic? No. Okay. It is not. So, so I have to start out by setting or or come to some realization about what I can actually do, yeah? Yes, ma'am. So realistically, the weight goals, an average person should lose about one to two pounds a week. Okay. Healthy weight, okay? Um, If you do have a little bit more to lose, sometimes you can even bump that up to about three to five pounds, depending, but it's not a guarantee, so okay. a healthy weight loss will be one to two pounds a week. So in a month, you're looking at about eight to 10 pounds. Okay. So eight to 10 pounds is a realistic goal to have for somebody monthly. If you go past that, then that is great. But realistically, you're not going to be able to maintain a high amount mm. of weight loss every single month consistently. Okay. Okay. And even the one or two pounds a week. I can hear people say, okay, I'm going to lose one and two pounds a week. And then I go a week and I haven't lost one or two pounds. That happens, right? Correct. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's everything takes time and consistency. And I think I said this last time I was on your show, Rome wasn't built in a day, you right. know, so some weeks you're going to have really great results and some weeks your body's just you know, you might be breathing a little bit better. Your stamina might be better. You might lose a few inches versus uh-huh. pounds. So with women, what tends to happen is they lose inches before they lose weight. Okay. So measuring your waist, measuring your hips, but making sure that you're measuring the right area, which as far as the measurements go, if you're doing this on your own, I highly recommend going online and doing your research on the proper ways to measure yourself. That way you uh-huh. can't take your own measurement. Okay. Okay. Uh, and does it help? Uh, I know I know some some people may may decide that um, the weight that they want to lose is too much. They don't want to tell anybody, you know, how much they want to lose. Uh, uh, but it's helpful to have a, a partner or an accountability, somebody who's going to hold you accountable to it. Right. So it, it's really helpful to tell somebody this is what your goal is. So that, so that they can help or provide some encouragement or uh, when you're feeling, you know, like you can't, you can't do it, right? Yeah. And you know what? Online, honestly, nowadays, there's a lot of weight loss groups out there. I can almost guarantee in like every state right now, you know, or we don't even need to be near people to have a support system. And online, like... There's a lot of people, like I said, that are trying to lose weight as well. And there's a huge community out there of people who go through similar struggles. It's just we're so afraid to look or say something about it. 
And as far as letting people know your goal, it's like, why not? When it's New Year's Eve, we're all like, our New Year's resolution is, we're very good to say it because we want people to hold us accountable. And right. for me, when I have a goal, I like to tell people because they're going to see me. They're going to be like, hey, what's going on with your goal? What's up? You know, like when I was competing, I remember everybody that saw me was like, when is your competition? When is mm-hmm. your competition? And that was another form of holding me accountable. Mm-hmm. Holding myself accountable was by letting people know, hey, this is my goal. When you see me, you know, that's that's what I'm going for. So now I have you to know- holding me accountable as well. You know, there is a, a there is something about telling somebody you want to, what you, what your goal is, um, and I think part of that there's a fear of disappointing, uh, and and yeah. probably and probably uh, folks who are um, who who like to please people, make people happy, who don't want to disappoint people, don't want to tell other people you know what their goal is because they don't want. They don't want somebody to come back and, and or they, they in their mind, maybe they've got this scenario that they've set up that says, if I tell that I want to lose uh, 50 pounds or uh, I'm, I'm in a size, you know, uh, uh, let's say 24 now and I want to be down to a size 12. If I tell somebody that and I don't reach that goal, then they're going to think I'm a bad person. And somehow we've got to get that out of our head. Um, because for me, the goal is to be healthy and to Correct. be fit, right? Because I want to do, be able to do, you know, at least I would love to do everything that I used to do. Uh, and I think that, I think there's a possibility, you know, to be able to do that. Um, and we can't be ashamed of our bodies. I think some of this goes into the, the, uh, body shaming that happens, um, yeah. And and people who sometimes will tease us, maybe lovingly, um, uh, but tease us about not losing it. And then you hear it over and over and over again. Somebody's always telling, well, yeah, I thought you were going to lose that weight. or, or, And for those of you who do this, please don't do this. If somebody goes out with you to eat, um, don't constantly you know, ask them everything that they eat. Is that right? Should you be eating that? Should you be drinking that? Should you be, should you be, should you be, you know, because that, that fuels their, uh, one, um, I think their fear of telling you in the first place uh, because it's just feeding to that uh, prophet, that self-fulfilling prophecy that they got. I should have never told uh, them that I was going to do that. And, and while, while for some folks that uh, may feel that that's uh, a way to encourage them, it can have just the opposite effect. Yeah. I mean, it happened to me before. Um, yeah. Early on in my journey, I had a friend of mine who she thought she was being supportive by constantly checking me when it came to my weight loss journey. Like, did you work out today? Did you do this today? Have you ate? What have you ate? Oh, you're eating too much or you haven't drank enough water. And initially telling her, I thought, because she was kind of on the same page as me, it was a form of like, hey, let's do this together. Mm. But it wasn't. She was doing it a completely different way, you know. Um, and I I started giving into the way that she was doing. It was pretty much eating little to no food. I was eating about 600 calories a day, which is probably a slice of cheese and a half, if that. Um, 
working 10 hour days. I was in the military at the time and I was working out like crazy, like two to three hours a day. And mm. I was just so paranoid because I knew I told her my goal. And every time she saw me, she was checking me, but it wasn't even like a form of a supportive, like, Hey, so, you know, how are you with your goal? It was, Hey, what have you ate? You ate too much. You did this. And mm. that goes back to making sure that you're doing this for the right reasons and that you're doing it for yourself. It's great having support and some of us do need it, but if you don't want it bad enough, no type of support is going to help you get there any faster. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to find the willpower to really be like, okay, this is it. I'm going to do it. And sometimes understand that not everybody is going to be on the same page as you. Right. You know, I didn't have people tell me when I gained too much weight. No one told me. I saw pictures and I knew for myself. Mm. Mm. Difficult. So what I'm hearing you say is that, that you have to come to reali- to the reality that you're doing this for yourself. One thousand percent. You can't be doing it for anybody else or maybe you have a goal in mind. Maybe you want to see, you know, maybe you want to, you know, run with your children or your grandchildren or, you know, but, but it has to be because you want to be better and you want to right. feel uh, feel better. And for, the, and for those of you who, you know, may have um, uh, heart disease or diabetes or, you know, um, uh, any of those diseases that having the, not being fit, not having the extra weight um, will make a difference this becomes more and more important even as you age if you don't move your limbs they will begin to atrophy and you can begin feeling yourself getting stiffer so you've got to you've got to move get up and move start moving and kind of stop the excuses it's easy i know it's easy to make excuses i i love to say oh i'll do it tomorrow uh, tomorrow never comes. Tomorrow is always today. So when you know you've got to stop making those excuses and doing it, doing it now, or you know it's too late, it's too tired. You know, for twenty five, you can just say, well, I can't get to the gym. The gym's closed. Well, gyms, we've got one gym, twenty four hour fitness that's open twenty four hours a day. So uh, it was funny when my daughter um, uh, decided, you know, this is the gym we were going to join. I thought, okay, there's no excuse. I have, you can't say, well, it's too late to go to the gym. Well, no, the gym is open 24 hours a day. You know, so that excuse, you know, let's just put that over there. It has to be something that is important enough to you that you're willing to do whatever you need to do. And, and Natasha, I know you said you worked out, you know, a couple of hours a day. You know, everybody doesn't have, you know, a couple of hours. Does it, do we have to, does it have to be an hour? Does it have to be 30 minutes? I mean, how much time uh, do you work out in order to make, begin seeing a difference? Honestly, if you haven't been working out, even just 30 minutes a day, a few times a week in the beginning is going to make a difference. Even just a quick 30 minutes, like you can get a full workout within 30 minutes. You can get a full workout within 20 minutes. You know, it just really... It's on you. If you have more time, great. Like, talking about your daughter, actually, I was going to bring her up. Kelly. Kelly is, like, one of my, I, I love her. She's amazing as a client. You know, she came in here with a goal in mind, and she's been so consistent with it. Even mm-hmm. when we've had bumps in the road, Kelly comes in here, and whether she has an hour, an hour and a half, 
or, you know, gets, gets in, comes in a quick 30 minutes, she gets it done. Mm-hmm. It's about making the time. And even when you don't have a gym, getting away from just being able to come to a gym because not everybody does have a 24-hour fitness around them, right. do work out at home. Mm. Do work out at home. Sit up, get up from the couch, squat on the couch, get up and down, you know, do some mountain climbers, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups. Just making 20 minutes a day, 20 to 30 minutes a day will make a huge difference in your life. And you'll be able to see the difference with your weight, with your energy levels, like as you stay consistent. Mm. So I could even break that that 30 minutes a day up, right? So I could do like 10 minutes in the morning or, you know, then 20 minutes in the evening or 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes during lunch and finish yeah. it off in the I have, afternoon. I have clients who do that. I have clients who, when I can't see them, they'll do a 10-minute walk in the morning. Then when they have a lunch break, they go for a walk in the parking lot and they'll just walk around. And then they go back to their desk and they'll do like squats, like sit up and down on their chair. You know, or little things that they could do at work. Some of them even have bands at work and just do band work with their legs as they're sitting, you know, for the ones that I have that have desk jobs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just making the time. And it, the time doesn't have to be one hour or two hours in a one setting. Like, if you can break it up. Some people are good with 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night. Get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, however, by any means necessary, it really comes down to you making the time and loving yourself enough to be like, I owe these 20 minutes to myself today. Yeah. I owe these 20 minutes to myself today. I like the fact that you pointed out, you don't have to go to a gym. You can do it at home. And because you don't, you don't have to, I mean, the gym is nice because all the equipment is there, but you know, and you don't necessarily have to buy a lot of equipment or if you don't want to, I, I was looking at somewhere where they were using the, um, uh, bottles of uh, water or or those yeah. uh, gallon bottles of water or the um, uh, detergent bottles that are really heavy to do, you know, to, to do some workouts or uh, like you said, rope, if you have a jump rope, you know, you could do some yeah. things with that or um, and the bands, the stretchy bands, you, you know, could work, you know, could work out. But, you know, there there are things that you can do with some equipment. And then there are some exercises that you don't need equipment at all to do. You just need to do them, right? Right, because not everybody can afford a gym membership. That is the reality. Not everybody can afford a gym membership, whether it's here at 24 Hour Fitness, whether it's at Planet Fitness, whether it's at UFIT. We could go down the list of names of gyms. Not everybody even has the time to make it into a gym. You know, I know there was a point in my life where I couldn't get to the gym even if I tried to. Mm -hmm. And it's because my schedule was so crazy. So what I did was after I would put my kids to sleep, I would go outside in my patio and I would do some exercises. And I got on Amazon and I ordered a few little things here and there, some bands, a jump rope, like you said, a stepper, you know. And Mm -hmm. it's really inexpensive. And I started ordering things here and there, and I kind of just created my own little gym in my patio. Okay. And it worked. Fantastic. So when we come back from break, what I want to, if you would uh, give us some uh, tips or talk a little bit about uh, these diets that have come up, you know, like I've heard, you know, you hear a lot about the keto diet and and the paleo diet and those things. Uh, are are those things that uh, that are good or that will work for you, or is there something else that that we should be doing, um, and uh, or things that maybe we shouldn't be doing uh, as well? But just give us some tips around the around eating and not eating 
uh, and uh, 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 working out when we come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's time for you to take a sweet and honest look at your life. Tune into Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Each week, Nikki invites you to call into the program where she will connect with each listener to show the power of God's love in every unique instance. There are gracious gifts and elements of power within each one of us. You just need to discover them and find your life's purpose. Live healthier and happier. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show hey welcome back we're here with tasha from personal trainer and uh um uh, um, <laughs> personnel from 24 hour fitness uh, and uh, Tasha can you tell us you know we're going to talk about uh, I'd like to get some tips from you as it relates to um, uh, eating and what not to eat maybe or you know all of these diets that keep coming up you know just a little insight about that as well as are there any workout tips uh, you know sometimes people try to target I, I just want to lose weight in my gut is that possible is that realistic <laughs> and and uh, uh, what are those things but also uh, before we get into that can you just tell them you know how would they reach you if somebody wanted to get in touch with you what's the best way to contact contact you? So a few ways to contact me would either be um, directly through my Instagram, Tasha underscore Marie Fit, or my cell phone number, which is 858-650-9832. Again, that's 858-650-9832. Those are usually the easiest ways to contact me. Or if you have access to um, the, I guess, Google Maps, you could just Google Maps 24 Hour Fitness Miami Gardens and call the 24 Hour Fitness Gym directly, and I can also get in contact with me that way. 
Okay, fantastic. Okay, so tips. Tell us, give us some tips, Tasha. What do we need? What do we need to do? What should we eat? You know, they keep talking about a keto diet, and I've heard intermittent fasting, and and the paleo diet, and you know, this diet, that diet. Do these things really work? I mean, yeah, everything. I like to say everything works if you work it. You know, um, when it comes to the paleo. And the keto diet, those are both that I have tried. I know it's um, both of them have one thing kind of in common. They try to keep you away from carbs and sugars, which it is effective. I just don't recommend doing it long term. Any more than 30 days, personally, I wouldn't do it. But I know some people who have done it and have stuck to it, and they are extremely successful with doing it. So it really just depends on you and if there's any health conditions that you might have that will prevent you from doing it. If anybody Mm -hmm. ever is going to try a diet, though, I always recommend you consulting your primary physician before trying anything Mm because it might be something in that diet that you shouldn't even be doing from the beginning. Um, As far as any health tips, though, focusing on that, um, one thing I do like to stick to is big breakfast, big lunch small dinner. So you want to eat your bigger meals in the parts of the days where you're most active. So for most people, your day will begin at like six in the morning, seven in the morning for some, you know, you're going to be eating breakfast then you'll be going throughout your day, have like a healthy snack. So let's say for breakfast, you're going to do egg whites, um, bacon, maybe a whole, a piece of whole wheat toast, um, and a piece of fruit. And then for a snack in between, you do a handful of nuts, and then for lunch, you could have, like, half of a sweet potato, some salmon, some spinach. If you do want carbs, you could even do some quinoa or some brown rice. And then in between that, let's say you want another snack, you could do half a banana with some peanut butter. And then for dinner, um, you could either do a nice big salad loaded up with veggies, um, some grilled chicken on there, you know, light vinaigrette, or even I like to do oil, vinegar, salt, and pepper. It works for me. Mm-hmm. And that's like a day of eating. And if you really think about it, that's a lot of food. And some of yeah. us don't even eat that many times a day. And we eat extremely unhealthy. But yeah. that's, all of that food is probably one meal at Burger King. You know? Oh. So when you think about it, it's healthier to eat that way. And also your water intake. You know, you want to do at least half your body weight in ounces. You want to stay hydrated. It's mm-hmm. healthier than putting soda and juices in your system. And it also... Um, if you're drinking like a glass of water when you're eating, it's going to help you fill up faster as well. So you're not even going to eat as much. So you drink it while you're eating or you should drink it before? While you're eating. You could just have a glass of water while you're eating, you know, sipping on it. But you want to make sure that you're finishing the complete glass of water with your meal. Mm-hmm. So I know you said water, but what if I, uh, instead of a glass of water, is it any liquid I can have? So instead of a glass of water, what if I... <laughs> I mean, you want to stay away from, if you're on a weight loss journey, or if you're trying to become healthier, you want to stay away from sodas and, you know, juices, but the juices that you can drink would be like pressed juices, more natural juices. Um, You can also do seltzer. I know now there's a lot of different seltzers out there, whether it's with Dixie, um, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, they all have like their own flavors of seltzer and it's zero carbs and zero sugar so if you are a soda fanatic i used to be i kind of just treated that in for seltzer it's an acquired taste at first but they have flavored seltzers now that kind of help imitate having that soda or that juice Mm. 
Just a um, flavored seltzer kind of helps replace that want for soda for mm-hmm. most of us. So it's something that you could kind of trade it in if you don't want to give it up cold turkey. Okay. So now let's say that I am, um, I, I, I had this craving for a bag of potato chips. And I've I've been really good, and I've and and I did you know this week I just want you know to have a bag a small bag, not the you know fourteen ounce bag, but a small bag of of potato chips. Is that going to be a bad thing? Absolutely not. Um, I don't like to look at food as an enemy. I feel like that's where a lot of us start because it makes sense to us to look at certain things like a bad thing, like so it is bad, this is bad, that is bad. It's not that it's bad. It's just not the healthier choice. Now with bags, if you've been good all week and you want to reward yourself with a bag of chips, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, just mm-hmm. as long as it's a small bag and you don't get carried away, you have to be able to eat one portion of something and not be able to touch it again. You know, that's the idea of it. So one bag of chips, isn't going to make you gain 10 pounds. Okay. You can probably burn that off within 20 minutes. So So I shouldn't say, well, a small bag of chips is the 14-ounce Lay's because I didn't get the family size Lay's. <laughs> no should, family size Lay's. <laughs> should get the smaller size Lay's bag. But I think what you're getting at is that don't deprive yourself, right? Because oh. when you start depriving yourself, then you start feeling guilty uh, and yeah. then you keep sneaking things in, right? You kind of lose your willpower at some point. Yeah, and then it's like when you deprive yourself and you tell yourself you can't do this, you can't do this, you're going to go and do it. When you have your moments of weaknesses, you're going to go and gorge on a family-sized bag of chips because you never allowed yourself just to have that small bag of chips that would have suffice that craving. Yeah, and we're saying chips, but it could be a small piece of, a fudge or it could be you know it could be maybe a juicy a a sweet drink it could be anything but you know you want to have something that satisfies that palate it's not it's not that you it's not that you're doing it every day right Um, no I have a client yesterday who texted me to let me know that it was her cheat meal and she wanted to have a milkshake I told her to go ahead she had been working hard all week and Mondays is a day that she takes to do her cheat meal. It's the beginning of the week, and for her, it just works, you know? And she had her milkshake, and she's fine, you know? She stepped on the scale this morning. She didn't gain any weight from having a milkshake. Mm. She's fine. Okay. So the other thing, uh, too, is that, I know we talked about working out, but it's kind of just, you know, moving, right? Doing different activities, getting involved in things. You know, just yeah. stop being sedentary. Right. Even going for a hike or going to the park for a walk, you know, or going. I know one of my clients went to Disneyland, you know, they didn't work mm-hmm. out, but was walking the whole entire time. Just get yourself moving. Get up, you know, walk around the mall for some people like shopping. Go walk around, like shop a little bit. Whatever helps you just actually create this movement and get your body from just being sitting down all the time and feeling bad for yourself. Like you have to move in order to get anywhere. So in order to get your body to respond to the exercise, you actually have to push yourself, you know, and that's, that's part of it. Just, just move, go for a walk, walk your dog 
or do some outside activities, go to the basketball court, play some basketball. Like, I suck at basketball, but I do it every now and then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's kind of just part of the process. Right. Or play with your kids, you know. If you don't have kids, you know, play with your neighbor's kids or, you know, maybe your (laughs) nephews or, as I saw a commercial that said, you know, if you don't have a dog, Maybe it's your neighbor's dog you want to walk, you know, but, you know, you know find, you know, someone else. And this, this is probably also uh, a good reason to have a uh, sort of fitness partner because then you can do things together, you know. But you want to know something, even turning on, turning off, turning on, turning off the TVs in the house and turning on the music and dancing mm. around to your favorite songs. Yeah. I used to do that when I couldn't get to the gym. Just turn on the music go on a little cleaning spree and dance, dance ah. around my house, get the blood moving, get, you know, listen to music that made me feel something that made me feel good. That made me want to move. Starting off with something as simple as that, like 20 to 30 minutes of the day will, will help you get in a better mood. Wow. I'm feeling good already. It's <laughs> <laughs> to work out here. Um, so, so one of the things that you recommend, I just want to make sure we emphasize before they start any kind of fitness program or uh, any kind of, before they want to go on any kind of diet or anything like that, you should check with your doctor. should Absolutely. have that conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. 1,000%. You don't know what some of these plans consist of and it's better to talk to your doctor, especially somebody who you've been seeing for a while, for a lot of us. Um and let them know, hey, this is my current health state. I'm trying to start this diet. Do you think that where I'm at, it, this is a good idea? You know, mm-hmm. you want to get their okay before doing any of that or putting anything into your body. Because mm-hmm. exercise and working out and taking, making good care of yourself, exercise also creates endorphins that make you feel good, make you happy. Right. So, and so a lot of it is, is changing that mental attitude as well. And being happy is a choice. You decide you're going to be happy and then start doing those things that make you, that make you happy. Um, I have had such a wonderful time talking with you today, Natasha. It's just been really good. Uh, anything you, any message you want to give to our listeners, uh, before we go for today? Um, just don't give up. You know, if you're one of those that has started your journey and you've plateaued at some point, or if you're thinking of starting, or if you've done it before in the past and you just feel like there's no point, just give yourself one more shot. You give people chances every day and you're patient with people so often. Be just as patient with yourself throughout this journey and understand that the only thing stopping you from getting there is going to be you. And as long as mentally you're tapped in, everything else will align itself. Fantastic. Natasha, thank you so much again for being on the show today. Hey, guys, we're at the end of the show. Loved you being here today and listening to Natasha. You know, don't allow yourself to stay stuck. Be resilient from the inside out. This is Carla. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Carla D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Have the best week. 